We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show. As always, you can get this on the normal iTunes DA show feed or its own permission granted podcast feed. Just search permission granted or PGP and you'll find it all places that podcasts are available, including radio.com and iTunes. So Mraz joins me for side A right now. And let's talk about our first ever episode, our first ever game show edition of Bada Binghamton, (laughs) where we had Maggie Gray, who is a native Binghamtonian from upstate New York. And she was quizzing the one and only Jacob Wilkins, the voice of the Chicken Challenge and the Wienership and now the Binghamton AA Rumble Ponies. She had some good questions. I fed her some others. She tested Jacob on it. How'd you feel like he did? Well, a little better than I thought he would. I honestly thought he would get zero questions right. Okay. Because I Jacob strikes me as somebody who finally gets this gig so engulfed with baseball, not paying attention to anything Binghamton-related. The fact that he can even name one river in Binghamton I found a little surprising. He knew where he lived. I thought that was a little—frankly, I thought he could have been living under a bridge. He knew where he lived. He just gave us the town Endicott that he lived in just outside of Binghamton. Yeah. You found that to be a win. I really did for Jacob because as far as I was concerned, he could have been living you know, in his car outside the locker. Who knows what they're paying him over in Binghamton? So was it that he wasn't— living out of his car, or was it that he knew the town that he lived in? Well, both, because... You had really low expectations. I had a lot of very low expectations. I I honestly... Can I be truthful about Jacob? I would like you to be. When he takes this job, I don't know what a double-A play-by-play job is. He has no family up there whatsoever. My assumption was maybe he's living out of a Motel 6 room that the team's stipending, and you're just hoping that he's all right. But the fact that he mentions a town he's living in... He knows what route he has to take to get there. Like some basic functions that you would expect him, I guess you would expect him to know, I really wasn't expecting. But it's not like he's a complete dunce. He's seemingly a smart guy with a quirky personality and a good broadcaster. Why did you think that he would just be well, at what point, lost to the world? Because that's a scary thing to go up to, you know, little old Binghamton when you're a kid like him. You know? I think we're By seeing himself? you as a reflection. In <laughs> I don't I think, think we're seeing him as your, a reflection. This is how scared you would be. Because you have your whole life just played in a very familiar sandbox. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'll sign a hometown discount if that means, you know, I'm comfortable. That is a scary thing to do, especially on his own. It's not like he has a girlfriend, wife, or anybody up there. He's got him and his Chelsea boots. 
And you just got to figure out how to get over the Susquehanna River. And the, even when you name the two disasters, he couldn't tell you what happened, but he had an idea of what to would happen. Like the fact that he would think flood and fire tells me he's really engulfed in the culture there to know that those kind of things can happen. Well, I, it wasn't a bridge collapse. One of the questions was, Name two of the turn-of-the-century catastrophes that hit downtown Binghamton. So we guessed one must be a flood, one must be a fire. I'm not so sure that's about knowing your local surroundings, more so just what would be catastrophes that might hit. Well, when you asked place. that question, I turned to Bellotti, and my first two instincts were blimp crash, bridge collapse. <laughs> like Blimp crash. Yeah, I was just trying to picture like something crazy that could happen in Binghamton. At no point did I think, oh, yeah, just the flood and a fire. So the fact that he was well-grounded enough to say these things are pretty likely, you know, the river could flood up, he already, like that, he living there, he had a better feel for that. If I'm not living there, he might have the same answers as me. Hmm. Well, you really had very low expectations. I did, but but Jacob has also set us to have low expectations of late, has he not? I don't know. I mean, his, his no-hitter call stunk. And he blamed on an overmodulation getting knocked off the air. But that's very early. That was like the sixth game he had called ever. So, but look at these calls now we played today. They're pretty good. We're getting a wow, you know. Somebody's father's in the crowd. We're They're getting pretty a good. Jacob's finding himself. You know, I'm very happy for him. I'm proud of him. I'm pumped up for him. But again, low expectations. But he came through. He came through. He knew about the speedy. A lot of his knowledge is based off the uniforms that Bingham did. That's ponies true. Wear, yes, wear. but he's got a lot going on. The Rumble Ponies now have three different distinct identities. Once a month, the Rumble Ponies. First of all, the Rumble Ponies are called that because Binghamton is the carousel center of the right. world. Carousel. Yeah. As he was carousel, yes, the carousel. Six antique carousels are in existence. I think they're all in No, Binghamton. I think eight are in existence. Six of them are in Binghamton. Okay. So they call themselves the Rumble Ponies full-time. Once a month, they're the Speedies. Right. In honor of the local food, which is marinated meat, marinated chunks of Lamb or chicken or chicken on Italian bread, so good. And then once a the, month on what if night they were the stud muffins. The stud muffins on what if night because that was the other potential name versus the Rubble Ponies that the fans voted. Right, on. exactly. Or and as you could hear, all the big fans in the background of those calls. I mean, walk off homers. That crowd is rocking. So behind my Jacob. my question is, can we do another episode of Bada Binghamton, or is that a one off deal? Well, Does that work again? Maybe not with Binghamton, but Bada's insert town here. You know, <laughs> Je- well, let's say Shep gets moved to, uh, you know, Fort okay. Wayne. Find somebody from Fort Wayne. <laughs> okay. And, you know, Bada Wayne. And I think, you know, anytime we see somebody moving to a new town, we give them a chance to get adjusted, and we bring somebody who is from that town. I think that gimmick works. I just don't know that the town of Binghamton it works again. Because, <laughs> again, how many more questions can you come up with Binghamton? I mean, you guys dug deep. Yeah. We had somebody from Binghamton didn't even know some of the questions you had found on Binghamton. Yes. And, look, Maggie Gray is from Binghamton, and she didn't know half the questions right. I came up with. So that's a one-off. You can't do it with Binghamton again. No, but Bada, Bada insert, Erie. We could do Bada Erie. Bada Erie is a great one. Have Katie Linendall come in. Somebody's gotten a job in Erie. <laughs> Bada Harrisburg. Bada Harrisburg. Right. Bada this. Bada that. Bada Tucson. Bada Tucson. Right. There will be other. We work in the industry. People are moving all over the place. There will be other. Palmdale for Luis and Palmdale. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But see, and we have outreach all over. All right. Number two. Today you dropped quite a bomb. And not the type of bomb that you dropped on Ice Cube at the elevator. I was immediately going to say you weren't in at 820 in the morning when I was in the back bathroom. (laughs) That you want to lose 100 pounds in honor of your daughter that is due in December. 
Correct. You want to lose 100 pounds by her first birthday. Right. Right. Now you only weigh 250, right? Yes. Yeah, so my wife's already texted me on this. She goes, you realize you probably can't lose 100 pounds. And I, I would say that. No, you could. I could lose a hundo. That means that you would probably be thinner than I am. I think I'm at 160 right now. Okay, yeah. Do you so think you would be skinnier than me? Maybe maybe I don't have as much weight to lose as I thought I did. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, ima- imagine what you would look like if you were I thinner than I am. A Q-tip with a big head? <laughs> I mean. Because you don't lose head weight, right? Like, my head is going to stay this size. Your skull will st- stay, stay the size. Your, your yeah. jowls and your cheeks. Is that even a healthy playing weight? Is 150 pounds healthy? I don't know. That's pretty, like, Joe D might be 150. He's like 5'5", five, 5'6". Five, five, so what is realistic here? 80? Get me up to 170? I think you should probably peg 185 as a healthy playing weight. So it's another 15. So that's like another 65 pounds? 65 pounds. Can I lose? But still, I feel like 65 pounds is so doable. I want to make this hard. Is it doable? You could lose 65 pounds. You might do that in a couple months. It's taken you six six and a half years to lose 40. Right, but again, the problem is I'm dedicated for a little while. I have my spurts. I'm a streaky player, you know, and then I stabilize for a little bit, and then I'll dip down again. But, I mean, yeah, I want to be healthy. If having a kid doesn't make you healthy, what would? I totally agree. I love your attitude on this. I just don't know if it's realistic. Like, you are known as the thictator. Would Uh we be able to call you that anymore? The artist formerly known as, maybe I'll be like Prince, so I'll just be a symbol. What about the football foods of the week every single week? Well, I'm still knowledgeable there. What does that mean? But you're not eating them with us. So what? I can make them. I'm, I'm, I'm well-versed. Can... And by the way, once I, that's only a year from now. Once I've lost that weight, well, now I'm stable again. Every once in a while, I can pick at a good <laughs> snack and then just go back to having Cheerios and lettuce. I don't think, I mean, with your passion for pizza and burgers and wings and chocolate and desserts and ice cream. You were the one that scolded Joe D for never eating ice cream. Well, I'm going to take my daughter eventually have an ice cream cone. That means I can't have an ice cream cone? No, but you're not going to be able to eat the ice cream like you want to. You can't eat ice cream three times or four times a week like you do. Yes, but I don't have to do that once a week. You're good with ice cream once a week. I should be good. That's the thing. I should be good with ice cream once a week. I should be good. This seems... Unrealistic, I will say that. Look, I'm not going to sit here with the pom-poms and go, believe in me. I want doubters. But you know what? This There comes a point in time in life where you got to wake up and go, you could either you know live to 80 or live to 75. I'm going to choose those five more years now. i got a new purpose in life. I think losing 100 pounds gains you five years. I think so. Otherwise, why would people lose weight? I would think even more than that. It's 100 pounds. Yeah, but that is a lot of damage already done. Did you? Yeah, that's true. Did you come to this conclusion yourself? You said the day after my party, so this is Sunday. Or did Danielle encourage you? No, because she thinks I'm a lost cause anyway with this. <laughs> uh, no, because myself, I look, I'm, I'm just going to say it out there. I see a lot of heavy kids on Facebook. It's a heavy America. And I look at me, and my parents aren't heavy, so I don't necessarily think it's a genetic thing. I agree. So I want to put myself in a position where I, I, if my child is, the easiest way for my child to eat healthy would be if I'm eating healthy. Because if I'm, you know, rushing around making sure I hit T-Bell three times a week, well, guess what? My kid's going to turn into a quesarito, and I don't want that. So, look, this has to be a way. If not now, then never. But right. I am worried about if somebody brought up the pregnancy weight, that that can be a problem. Because if Daniel starts with these cravings and I'm making runs, you think I'm not putting a McChicken in my pocket? 
Because that's the, the willpower comes into play. There's a lot wrong. A lot could go wrong. But I got to just push through. Well, I wish you all the best. I really think this is a very noble cause. I think it's a great awareness to have because you're right. You know, fat kids usually come from fat parents. Right. And I talk a lot of smack behind people's back. I can't have that happen to me. It's true. You trash other parents' fat kids. Trash. Trash them. So if I have the fat kid, how do I look at anybody in the mirror again? So you're scared of people talking behind your back about your fat kids. Right. So my kids, I don't care. Gymnastics, softball, lacrosse, you do everything you got to do. <laughs> Put a basketball hoop in front. Getting out there. You're running around. Final question. Who was your most exciting guest to see at the birthday A40? Oh, exciting guest. Who were you most excited to see? Well, it's always your father. Papa Mendo. He's always, because no matter what, he doesn't have to say a word. I look at him out of the corner of my eye and I start laughing immediately. Because <laughs> he just like, he ma- he's just one of those people I see and he makes me laugh. He all, like he's unintentionally funny when he talks to me. And I like the look he's going with now. He's big into oh. like an unbuttoned shirt over a t-shirt. Yeah, it's kind of like a little Marco Belletti like. Yeah. He's got the, the not facial a, hair going now. He's always had a mustache my entire life. But like there's something about it now where he like it's almost like he's he's hipper, you know? He looks know less if, dad and more hip to me. I don't know if an unbuttoned button down over a t-shirt's that hip. It's a little sloppy, but it's also <laughs> kind of like that's in. So even if he's not on if he's not intentionally being in like we see the the kids walking the streets look like that. Like you could have put a skateboard under Larry Amendo there, and it would have fit. You'd been like, "Oh, that that guy's dude. He's a dude." <laughs> so yeah, I would say your fa- it has to be your father. So he- and he grows my ego because anytime I talk to him, he's like, "You're funny. You're this. You're that." Yeah. Nobody pats me on the back more than your father. Yeah. No, he's a big Mraz fan. So is he funny unintentionally, or is he funny because he's trying to be funny? I bet you there's a little bit of both. Like, his actual jokes make me laugh, and then even when he's talking about anything, I'm laughing. Like, I, I can't... Like, if your dad tr- tried to have a heart-to-heart with me on something, I don't think I would be able to look straight. <laughs> I'd just be laughing the whole time. But he 100% was the person I was most excited to see. Papa Mendo. Put a skateboard under him. I'm telling you, he's got a lot going on. He's no longer just the dad who waits <laughs> till the last second for Christmas. He's He's in. He's hip. That's side A. Coming up, side B, you've got Hemsky and Tucson as the PG Profiles continues with D-Alien. These PG Profiles, I think the season's going to run longer than the NFL at this point. <laughs> Keep them coming. Hemsky and Tucson's up. All right. Love Hemsky and Tucson. This guy is uh, hes awesome. He rocks his DA show t-shirt everywhere that he goes, sends us cool pictures wherever he is, likes beer, likes food. He's a regular dude like us. And loves hockey in Arizona. How about that? There you go. We'll get into those origins. Side B coming up. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome into Side B of the PGP, another permission granted profile. Boy, are these taking off now. Again, Jacob Wilkins, a Hurricane Jen even, a Lewis and Palmdale, a Dixie Landan, the list goes on and on and on, a Kenny Brock, and now another D-Alien, another listener of ours, who frankly on Monday when I stepped up and said I was still searching for what I was going to do this week, stepped right up and raised his hand on Twitter with a gif, and that would be the great Hemsky in Tucson. Hemsky, hello, good morning, happy Permission Granted Profile. Hey, good morning, man. It's great to be on. I'm uh, I'm kind of honored to actually be on here. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, it's awesome that all of you listeners have stepped up as we try to get a little background, a little uh, a little history. So, I, right off the bat, 
you're from Tucson. Did you grow up there, live there, and how'd you start listening to the DA show out there? Okay, so I'm originally from Minnesota, uh, kind of a transplant to California, and then we moved to Tucson in 99. So I've been over here quite a while. But uh started listening to the DA show, <laughs> actually, when I started my new job here, delivering coffee out in Tucson. So that was August of 2017. Okay, so, so- you know, it just flipped on the radio, and uh, I've I've always... You know, it's kind of a when DA talks about like, you know, Jim Rome and all that. That's that's kind of who I started listening to sport talk back in the day, uh, like Arnie Spaniard, Jim Rome, stuff like that, back in California, and then it just kind of transferred to over here too. So, well, that was pretty good timing on your job situation because that was right when we had switched to mornings. Uh, it was right around I think right. I think April or May of 2017. So you've been pretty much with us since the switch to morning show. Uh, right. Why? So had you been even been aware of the DA show, or was one of those things you just flipped on the radio in Tucson one morning? It was like, ah, oh, I kind of like this. No, it was just one of those things. You know, I, I flipped on, and it was you know just like DA says he's got that different you know vibe, um, and I kind of connected with the show because of uh, you know like social media and just like a like I felt like a response. I felt like a rapport between him and the listeners. Feels like on your guys' show that. Um, the listeners have like a little bit more input, a little bit more of a voice and a little bit more feedback, which was kind of, I was like, dang, you know, especially for a nationally syndicated radio show was, um, it was kind of refreshing. So it was nice. Hemsky in Tucson joins us. All right. So you're in Minnesota for how many years of your life? What year did you leave Minnesota? Uh, I was born in 83 and, um, you know, uh, left in about 91. So you know, of course, that's one of the reasons for my big hockey background. Right. I know, I know you're Don Cherry a la mode, but I mean, back <laughs> in the day, it was, it was uh, going to the North Stars games with my dad. I mean, that's before the Stars moved to Dallas, so that kind of got me in my hockey background. I mean, my dad played uh, high school hockey, uh, which in Minnesota is uh, it's like a second religion. So. I mean, it, it's just always been in my blood. I mean, I think that's been my like my first love. That and you know, just pretty much. There's a few sports like basketball, of course, um, like English football and stuff like that. But yeah, hockey is really. I mean, it's always been in my blood. I mean, no matter where I'm at, it's it's uh, it's you know, it's it's a great sport. I think it's underappreciated nationally. For sure, it is. But um, but yeah, it, it's 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 unbelievable. It's such a great sport. It's, it's an easy game to understand rules-wise, the basic rules. But I think um, I don't know. It's just it's something that just doesn't get enough uh, doesn't get enough run, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I would agree with you. Now it's interesting because you just said you grew up going to North Star games. Obviously, Minnesota North Stars leave. And if anybody sees you pop up on Twitter, which you often do with DA and myself, you're all decked out in the oil. You're all in on the Edmonton Oilers. So how does somebody go from Minnesota to California? <laughs> to obviously Tucson end up an Edmonton Oiler fan. Is that just from the dynasty growing up? Yeah, you know, and that's the thing a lot of people ask me. They were like, well, how did you become an Edmonton Oilers fan? And I was like, well, you know, you have to understand kind of the time frame, you know, being born in 1983 and then kind of remembering your childhood. That's when, uh, you know, Gretzky, Messier, Curry, Glenn Anderson, Grant Fear, you know, that's when they were having their run. So it's just like I kind of became a fan of them. Um, we went out to the, you know, the old Met Center there and where now, 
where you guys were at a couple years ago for the Super Bowl, the, right. the Mall of America. That's where the the old Met Center used to be. We know that all so, too well now. Yeah, we're just there for the so final we, four uh, as well. Yeah, I mean it's uh, it's a great area. I mean, I have so many uh, aunts and uncles back there. A lot of family back there. I mean, it'll it'll always be like home. But uh, yeah, I don't I don't miss the winters. I hear you guys talking about it oh. sometimes about the cold and the wind, and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm not I'm not going back. So, but that's kind of the backstory on, you know, the Edmonton Oilers just following Gretzky, um, following just that entire team. And you know, I mean, for me, it's like I <laughs> you get a lot of people they they just want to hop on a bandwagon of a team or they they switch teams. I've just never I've never understood that. So. There was a lot of bad years there in the, uh, you know, the the late 90s and even into the early 2000s before they acquired some free agents and uh, made that cup run in 2006. So, Boy, I got to tell you, uh, I, I can't imagine there's a lot of Oilers fans walking around Tucson, Arizona. Which is just, <laughs> no. <laughs> no that's, that's true. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine you got a lot of buddies you can get together. Yep, but big Oilers game tonight. We're playing the, uh, you know, playing the Ducks. Um, yeah. so, so as far as the DA show goes with you, you know, What's your favorite drop on the DA show? I always like hearing that. We heard that a lot in Boise. Like when when something gets played, what makes you laugh so you know out loud in your car as you're delivering the coffee? Uh, probably the favorite drop. I mean, I know it's kind of cliche, but the like the little wet little drippy. I mean, that's like oh look, it's it's, it's a like, Hall of Famer. <laughs> it's like a classic. I mean, there's just so many. That's why I mean, with you know, like the Jim Rome show with his drops, and then you. Get, I mean, it's just like. My wife gets annoyed because I speak a lot in show drops. Like uh, you guys had that drop with uh, Kristen Cavallari, <laughs> Jay Cutler's wife, and I think I even got her saying that one now. Like, like, what do you do? Like all day, all day, <laughs> very moist. And she's like, "Where did you get this?" So I played it for her, and she's like, "This is unbelievable." So I mean, because. <laughs> She doesn't watch that kind of TV, but um, you know it's just it's just fun. I mean to bring it home. Um, and I did. I just uh, uh, Kaplan sent me that uh, YouTube clip because I listen to the show on Radio.com. So a lot of okay. times I don't get to you know do the watch DA thing because I'm working and such. I, I love that. That's a thing. The watch <laughs> DA thing. Whatever that web stream thing is, you guys do. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I know you guys have it, but it's just like when I'm working, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm driving, you know, of course. I'm, no, I'm you in businesses be safe. and stuff. So I'm listening online and I know, but I had, I had Kaplan sent me that uh, YouTube clip of uh, when I shot DA that birthday card. So I was playing that for the kids because my son, when he was just with my wife, uh, visiting some friends up in Oregon and my wife is like, she puts him on the phone. She's like, listen to what your son is saying. And he's like, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> he just kept, like, saying it. And she's like, this is what you've trained your son to say. So, I mean, it's just – but it, it it all ties in, man. I mean, they they know, obviously, you know, I got the, the DA T-shirt. And, I mean, they oh, know I a- listen to your show. The whole family does. So, they, um, you know, they <laughs> – They've grown to expect it, let's just say. So. That's that's awesome. And you're all in. You got the T-shirt on in Vegas. But before we let you go, Emski, yeah. we got one major question to ask you. Are you an antifreeze or are you a hugie? You know, it's kind of it's kind of um, 
it kind of tears me apart a little bit because, I mean, I kind of see both. You know, it's just oh, like... You uh, got, you, there's no teeter in the line with this on the show. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, I think he brings like a certain, uh, you know, singing quality to the show. But then I hear your perspective on it where, you know, he's been late. He hasn't been reliable. Um, and see, for me, I, I mean, like when I come to work, it's like I'm usually always early. So... Right. And it's just like, if, if especially on a net, I mean, I've never been in the radio business, but I know, like, if you're not reliable, I've heard you guys talk about guests that, you know, come late or they're not reliable. It, it kind of makes you wonder, like, what his true motivation is or his true, like, drive right. in life or, you know. So, I mean, it's, I, I see both ends of it. I mean, I see Damon's part where he's like, he brings such a singing quality and a good, good thing when he's on and when he's there. But then it's like, if you're not reliable, it's just like, I don't, I'm not sure how you can, you know, sustain that, you know, being on the show all the time. So you still haven't answered the question. Are you an antifreeze or are you a huge? <laughs> uh, I'd have to say anti then because all right. you know, if, if, if he's not reliable, then, you know, I'm sorry. It's just like, you can't, if you, if you can't be reliable, then I'm sorry. See, there we go. We're just trying to we're just trying to grow this foundation here. All right, Hemsky, that was a roundabout answer. Give your uh, Twitter handle for all the D aliens to follow you. Stick together and network. What's your Twitter handle? Uh, it's Oilers fan, and then I had to use two ends and eighty three. So, so ch- that's the check out Hemsky. Obviously, you know, big Oilers country out in Arizona. Obviously. So oh yeah. Oilers. I'll tell you what. Uh, Phoenix is though. Every time the Oilers come down to. Uh, Gila River Arena, there's there's quite a following down there. Yeah, because but. everybody in Edmonton is tired of it being 13 below, and they know that's a great road trip to hit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hamsky, thanks, so. thanks for being a loyal listener. Thanks for joining us on the Permission Granted Profile. Keep repping the gear. Keep listening. We appreciate your fandom. Will do. Thank you for your time, Sean. Appreciate it. So there you have it. Another Permission Granted Profile. This with the great Hamsky in Tucson. Boy, you listeners are awesome. It's been great. I mean, think about this. You have Hurricane Jen and the roosters, the chickens, the country music singing up in Albany, New York. You got Dixieland Dan down in Mississippi. He's four hours away from getting to the nearest professional sporting event he can. And now you got Hemsky out in Tucson, Arizona, where he's an Edmonton Oiler fan, and he grew up in Minnesota, ended up in California. Now he's a wife and kid, you know, driving a coffee truck down there in Arizona. This just shows you... And really what the Permission Profile has done with taking some of the listeners here, how far and outreaching. So if you're out there listening to this Permission Granted podcast, if you're listening to the DA show in whatever part of the country or Canada, wherever you may be. I mean, Lewis in Palmdale, California. Think about this. You're listening to this stuff every day with somebody from a completely different part of this country, different part of this continent. And you're asking me, you know, figure out continents. You know, my geography's all off. Truly amazing the outreach this show has, uh, and I'm be able to do these permission credit profiles with so many people from different corners and different wakes of life. Really is eye opening and and truly unbelievable how much you know we do target demo Friday. The target demos everyone, everyone. It, it's just incredible. So thanks to Hemsky and Tucson. Thank you all to listening to another permission granted podcast, the permission granted profile. Have a great weekend, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.